congratulations. You're listening to Congratulations Pine Tree, the Bay's number one arts and culture podcast with me, Kate Rhodes. And me, Maysoon Wazwaz. Okay, Maysoon. Oh, God. I have a lot of thoughts that I need to get out to you right now. Great. Perfect. Please do. Last week, we talked about how we're barreling toward episode 300. Mm -hmm. And I thought we had like several months to go. Yeah, we only have like three episodes or something stupid. (laughs) Yeah! (laughs) We have like, we have like five, maybe four, three. Yeah. I know. Has any, have any listeners sent in really brilliant ideas for us? (laughs) Well, I think we should go through every episode we've ever made. Wow. That's fucking And we should find our top highlights and do Mm -hmm. a countdown. Okay. okay. You want wait? You want to go through all the episodes and find the top ones and what now? Just replay I'm them. I'm gonna bring no. forth. Uh huh. You and I together. But we'll re we'll like re reenact them. Well, no. So <laughs> you and I together are gonna comb through every single episode we've ever recorded. Oh my god, that's that's probably going to take a lot of hundred ninety seven episodes, people. Uh huh. And then we're gonna find the greatest moments of all time. Oh. And then we're going to sit and listen to them together. Okay. And, and like comment, like do, give like a, live comment. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. But you got to come over. Maybe we'll make like a six hour episode. Oh, my God. That's too much. Not even our favorite listener. Our hep, like our most dedicated listeners will want to listen to that. Yeah, they do. Okay. I guess it could so be like listen to in parts. Yeah, let us know what you think about that, listeners. Give us a call, 419-351-6606. You can tweet us at Pine Tree Podcast, or you can email us, congratulationspinetree at gmail.com. And we want to thank our sustaining donors, Jim Prosser and Anonymous. You keep the wind in our sails. Yay. And we want to give another shout out to George Fow. Oh, um, who's just who a lovely person. a very glorious donation to us. And um, all everyone who's ever donated to the show, we tip our hats to you. Aw, I, I love that. Okay, love that. so good that we sorted out. Do you, do you think, <laughs> I feel we're rolling into episode 300 now with a, with a gusto. I believe that this is the one that we're recording currently is episode 296, which is... I think you're right, yeah. <laughs> very close to, to, to 300. Yeah. Ay, ay, ay. Okay, and then How another we do thing this? I wanted to say. What do we think? What is wrong with us? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Just took so many episodes. I guess we did take a oh, really yeah. long break at one point. Oh, yeah, we've taken quite a few breaks in the recent recent <laughs> days in the, since the pandemic started. Since the pandy. Well, let's not think about it, but let's do think about a much brighter and lighter topic. Oh yeah, which okay. is death and dying. Oh my God, what is going on with you? <laughs> I want to make it clear. Here's okay. a few things that I want Everyone you to mention in my eulogy. Death and dying. And I've really talked about this on the sidelines with quite a few people. Wait, what is this now? Your own eulogy? My eulogy. Have we my talked eulogy. about this? Yeah, let's talk about this. Okay, let's talk about it. Let's talk okay, about it with first else. off, I'm never going to die and no one else should ever die. Yeah, okay. Except a few people. No, you can't okay. do that. You know who needs to die, Maysoon. Well, yeah, of course, but everyone also needs to die. Yeah, but nobody listening to this show will ever die. Unless it's those people. Oh, my God. Okay, but, okay, but Maysoon, here's the deal. First off, I don't want any kind of memorial for my life to happen at an art venue. 
Oh, yeah, I know this. We have talked about this. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's number one. Number two, I need you and everyone to have the following things in my eulogy. Okay. Okay. Number one, I always knew how to get to a place, even if I had only ever been there one time. Okay. Okay. Number two. (laughs) Number two, I could always tell the difference between a cat and a dog, even if it was a really big cat or a really small dog. That I believe. Okay. And then lastly, I could always tell when someone was walking toward me or away from me. (laughs) That I'm not sure of. Even if they were in a silhouette. Oh, see, that's hard, but that's that's what you're that's what you're trying to say. Okay, now Maysoon, is there anything you'd like to say for your Yule? Oh my goodness. This is really good. It's funny that you say this because honestly, I have collected eulogies and i like places where people want to be buried or have their ashes thrown i've been collect i not intentionally but at one point during the pandemic i had this conversation with like on my family call with my family members and like my best friend and her family and so i have like this list this ongoing list from like my best friend my mom her mom wow (laughs) geez louise of like what kind of what you know that's all if they die before me, right? You know, which who knows? Oh, course. God. Well, hope not. Hope not. I mean, it was all done with like lots of joy and jest. So it wasn't like, yes, we weren't having like a depressing conversation. We were just sort of like, oh, I don't want to be I don't want to be buried in that graveyard. I want to be buried under a fucking tree out here in the West. And, like you know, like, just oh, so were, a lot of burials. huh? Well, I probably not burials. I think my mom definitely wants to be cremated and um she even had like she knew what song she wanted played at the memorial. Like oh, she just, cute. She just had all the things. So it's funny that you're also planning planning this. And I also want to say, if you were, you know, honestly, listeners, to think about, um, to think about, it's important. I think it's actually really interesting and important to think about these sorts of things. I mean, I, you may be joking, but I kind of feel like you're not joking because I've also. I'm heard, not joking. This I is have, key. I have talked to you about this not, like actually a couple of times, and specifically also about. You wanting to have it, have it down like near the Monterey Bay Aquarium, or you know, yes. Like, well, no, I want my ashes that. spread in Monterey Bay with my grandparents. Yeah, and maybe we can have the memorial at the aquarium with the jellyfish or something. You know what I mean? Like something cute. Um, like that. No, I don't want it. No, no, no. Not it can be outside the aquarium, but I don't want anyone to have to pay admission to go to my memorial. No, we wouldn't. No, of course not. Okay, good. Of course not. Uh, uh, by that time, you'll have been like a major donor of the institution, and they'll want your memorial in there for free. You think so? Yeah. That's the whole plan. I hope Rosa the Otter is still alive. Oh. But she's very oh, old. Oh, my God. What a sweet name her. for an animal. Rosa the Otter. It's yeah. like Rosie the Cat. We have the same birthday. Honestly, I don't have a lot of... I have, As much as I've talked to other people about their own deaths, I've spent very little time thinking about mine, which seems very... Um, what's the word? Denial denialist? I don't know. Like I'm definitely not dying. You oh, guys are though. You're in denial. <laughs> well, let's not okay, but let's just pretend that you don't have to die to have a eulogy or whatever. Okay, well okay. Then I, let's I want, not fixate on the death I part my soon, but <laughs> oh, right. what is it that you'd like me to say? Um I want you to say that I was a lover of all animals. Yes. Ooh, and, that's something I want in mind too. I want okay. everybody to say that animals loved me, me in particular, yeah. better than other people. Oh. <laughs> but that's what I wanted to say. 
Okay, we can say it for you. We too. always have to have different animals with us. You, were, we yeah. were both animal whisperers. Yes. Um, and then I want to say that I always knew when the full moon was coming. Oh wow! Okay. Or upon us, without even looking into the sky, I just knew. Yes, that I you had a preternatural sense. Yes. Of what phase the moon was in. Yes. That's, or where the moon was in its cycle. Yes. And. And that's patently true. I also wouldn't want mine in a gallery. I mean, that's that's obvious. Or any art. As someone who's spent place. my life in, in galleries, I love them, but I definitely don't. That's just can't be it. I need that to, can't be, be I need to have it. somewhere where people can sit down. I'm kind of, I, I feel like I'm sort of like an outdoor person. Like I would like it to be oh, outdoors. Yeah, I love that. Preferably under some trees, maybe overlooking the ocean. Oh, God, yeah. Something chill, though, you know, not like some fancy schmancy resort situation. Just something mm, really God, no. low-key, chill, beautiful. Somewhere that everyone might feel accidentally welcome. come in, like an accidental hiker coming. I don't mind that. I accidentally walked in on a wedding at the San Francisco Botanical Garden once. Well, that's San Francisco Botanical Garden. All the people are going to that place. Hell yeah! If yes. you don't want people walking in your, red- your wedding, probably don't have your wedding there. Well, nobody minded. Yeah, see, that's the thing. That's, they, they do it because they don't mind, which is kind of, it's like a, it's, it's pretty sweet to be, you know, to, to not feel threatened by strangers <laughs> coming to your wedding. I mean, that's, that's like a, different, a specific kind of person, I'd have to say. I 100%. probably would not have liked that. Okay, well, you got it all worked out then, Mason? Yeah. Okay, Mason, here's the deal. Keisha Lucas has a show opening up oh, over there at where? SF Camera Work. Oh, good. And, you know, they have a new location now at Fort Mason. You know, I feel like I saw an email with that, that address on it, and I felt very confused because, you know, I've been off social media, so I'm super out of the loop these days. Awesome. Yes. Great. So they are presenting their inaugural exhibition in their new space. It's going to be Keisha Lucas, A Taxonomy of Belonging, and that is going to be up September 17th through December 17th. And there is going to be an opening reception with the artist on October 1st from 3 to 7 p.m. And then there's going to be an artist talk on Saturday, October 22nd. And you need to RSVP to that. Mm-hmm. Cool. So it's funny. Can Keisha- I tell you a little bit about the show? Oh, yeah, please do. And then I wanted to say something about Keisha specifically. Um, a Taxonomy of Belonging features a collection of photographs that Lucas created as part of a photographic exploration of her family's history. Traveling through 13 states, Lucas gathered cultivated plants, weeds, rocks, and other found natural objects that relate to her family's history and immigration pattern and created photographic scans. Lucas grounds this project in direct opposition to Carl Linnaeus's racial taxonomy, questioning how we choose what is considered natural, beautiful, and useful. Lucas treated the cultivated plants, weeds, native and non-native species she gathered equally, challenging the scientific framework society has inherited from Linnaeus. So these are very beautiful photographic works um, that you definitely need to see in person and go hear Keisha talk about about the work as soon as you can, which is the no sooner than October the 22nd, the day after my mom's birthday. Oh, sweet. Cool. Okay, what'd you want to say? Oh, I was just going to say, Keija, um, I can't remember, she she was doing, I can't remember the name of the other project she was doing, but we once had sort of hosted her at the Arts Commission to where people could bring their sort of own prized possessions in and she would photograph them as part of a larger project she was working yes, on. Yes, I brought similar. some once. Yeah, it's similar to this project, but this project sounds like it's specific to her own family history, which is really lovely. 
But I remember really wanting to have something photographed and being like, I don't, just feeling like I didn't have any, I don't feel like I had anything that was like that significant. What? I know, it's weird. What the fuck? Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know if I'm. May soon. I don't know if I'm attached to material objects. May soon. I don't know. I know. I I felt weird about it. I was kind of like, wow, I don't, I don't really know, like. Because I was like, oh, I can just bring anything I just want to have photographed beautifully. But then after talking to her for a while, but I sort of felt like, well, that's just sort of like taking no, advantage. No, it has to have sentimental value. Exactly. And I, I don't really, I didn't feel like I had anything. What I, the hell, Maysoon? I know. all the artworks I've given you? <laughs> Those are definitely sentimental. I still have them like stuck to my computer and stuff like that. I know. I think I was I was having a hard time thinking about it. I have so it. many sentimental objects. I have I a know. huge box in oh my, my closet God. of all my sentimental objects. Every dear friend, every girlfriend, every crush. Wow. Yeah. I don't think I, have I a do that. Memento. I don't think every that's a family thing member thinks from my grandma, all my yeah. dead relatives, precious moments. I know. Precious, precious show moments, concert like tickets. Cartoon. Anyhow, all that to say, this year, I feel like I definitely have, I have more sentimental objects. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that, I get it. Yeah. It's just yeah. funny, because now I now I feel like, oh, I have sentimental objects that are, like, really, really obvious to me now, whereas before, they might have been things like, I really love this thing and don't want to throw it away, but just not, I'm not understanding, just not understanding. So, Keija, if you ever do that project again, I might come visit <laughs> some sentimental objects. Okay, I have so I started listening back to our archive. Okay, oh my god, of episodes. Did you, did you start at the beginning? No, but I just kind of been jumping around to episodes that I remember being good. Yeah. Okay, and so, um, but one thing I I wanted to touch on a few things. Number one, do you remember our turkey photograph contest? <laughs> Yeah, I do. Okay, well, I don't think we ever really declared a winner or even declared that the contest was ending. We're really bad at contests, you guys. I'm so sorry. Okay, We're good well, at announcing wonder- them, but not really bad at like the follow-through of the contest aspect of it. <laughs> I want to open that back up. So if people want to send their wild turkey photographs, and again, this is not related to any holiday. Is this going to be like a this new is- fall tradition? <laughs> Well, last time we were hoping that people would take it on into spring and see a baby turkey. Oh, have you ever seen a baby turkey? This is the exact conversation we had last time. See what I'm saying? Oh, my fucking God. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Specifically about baby turkeys? Did I do the exact same? Ooh. Yeah. And we were like, don't get between a mother turkey and her baby. Exactly. I was thinking, especially since turkeys are already kind of like a little bit don't fuck with me or a lot of it that way. Okay. But soon, here's the deal. People send in your turkey photos. Just keep them coming. (laughs) Keep them coming. Okay. So maybe we need to have a... send those congratulations. Should we put a banner at the top of our... Banner at the top of our website. (laughs) Turkey photo contest that just flashes. Yes. Yes. Okay, good. Okay, and now will the contest end? Will there be a prize? That remains to be seen. Yeah, maybe we'll send you a stuffed turkey. Not not a real one. I meant a stuffed animal, like a sweet little turkey. And then I just wanted to add one more thing to that, Maysoon. Yes, okay. Maysoon, did you know that in Spanish, the word for peacock... Oh, God. ...translated literally is royal turkey. Oh. Pavo real. Pavo real. Okay. Right. Okay. That's cute. Royal turkey. Yeah, I totally get it. Those peacocks are okay. quite beautiful. 
Okay, and then second off from that is when I was in Portugal at that residency over the summer, yeah. I went to this place where there were lots of peacocks, and I saw baby peacocks. Oh, peacocks can be kind of aggressive too, though. So did you also not get between the baby and the mother peacock? Fuck no. Although I like, wanted to just pick one up. They were want, so tiny. You wanted to just cuddle the hell out of that thing, didn't you? Yeah. I did. Why are babies so cute? Why are all animal babies just too cute? I don't know. So the moms don't kill them. Okay, but <laughs> lastly, the other day I saw a snowy egret outside of my studio attacking its oh. own reflection oh, in a shit. black car. Oh, no. Did you tell it to stop? Were you like, stop it? at a black car. I was like, dude, it's a reflection. What do you do in that it's case? A you, kind of, you don't bro. want it to hurt. You don't want it to hurt himself itself. No, nah, it wasn't going to hurt itself, but it was, it was just being like loud it was like you know what is it called like furling, ruffling its feathers. It was like what Would you want some of this? <laughs> just like starting yeah, a fight it was with himself. A very, it was extremely aggressive. Okay, oh Mason, I'm going to open the floor now for any of your comments, <laughs> thoughts, and memories. You have a lot of bird experiences. I have to say, living in San Francisco, we have um we're we have a what is it called a deficit we're in an animal deficit here it's kind of a bummer i feel like we don't see birds there for some reason are no squirrels here i feel like some at some point they got killed off by the city i i don't know My God. why don't we have well, squirrels? keep in mind this, i mean this is mainly reflecting the mission right and civic center if you go over to stowe lake and golden gate park you'll see every bird in the world but i don't know i mean i've always grown up in cities and there's always been birds around like it just feels weird no, we have birds in the mission. There's birds outside making noises, but oftentimes I really just hear this one parrot that's like a pet parrot <laughs> that's always yeah. like whistling at whistling out to the world, which is very cute, but I'm also like, that's enough you. Let's hear the other birds. It's really a lot of crows right and a lot there. of little like um maybe sparrows or something. There's like the big birds and then the tiny birds, but really not a lot of in between birds. I definitely don't see any herons, but those are water birds and that they wouldn't be over here anyhow. But maybe by the lake, as you were saying. Yes, where I'm spending a lot of time in close proximity to Lake Merritt. Yeah. Well, yeah, your studio is just right there. Factory. Bird it's factory. It's a bird factory. Um, so that's one observation I have about birds. Secondly, we did have some kind of critter coming to our porch. We were trying to grow cat grass for our cat Pickles, who loves her cat grass. <clears throat> We've never had this happen before, but we had some critter that was both digging up the seeds and eating them. And then when the cat grass was growing, they were also just taking the whole fucking grass. They were just taking the whole blade of grass out. What do you think Jesus that could have been? Christ. Do you think those were birds? Or do you think it was like some kind of rodent situation I don't, would rather not think about? I have no idea. Because it wasn't like... outside of my expertise. It wasn't like the, the, the soil wasn't thrown everywhere. But it also felt like it was something that was happening. Well, probably not at night, but like... You know, certainly in the hours that we weren't awake. Well, I can say that of all the scary and creepy creatures, yeah, they mostly come out at night. I mostly. know. I once saw a raccoon on our porch. That was kind of amazing, though. But I had to like stare it down and like say, "This is I like my. raccoons. They're so cute." But I also partially think one of our cats is part raccoon, so I really have a very soft spot for raccoons these days. You think the raccoons are trying to come back and claim your cat? <laughs> It might be. Maybe it's Lionel's dad. He's like, listen, I'm here to see my son. (laughs) Give me back my son. Not give me back. Just a little visit, like the family visiting hours, that kind of thing. 
You know how raccoon dads are. They don't want the responsibility. Speaking of, there's a new show opening up at Slash. Wait, did they just open a show? I think it opened. No, it's about to open on protocol and performance at another end of the world. An experimental convening featuring Bronte Valles. Oh, it's a convening. Okay, that's why it's not a show. It's a like a event. Yeah, that makes an experimental convening featuring Bronte Valles. Courtney Desiree Morris and Maddie Loyce, and that is Wednesday, September 21st from 6 to 8 p.m. Okay. And, you know, they're over there in the Minnesota Street Appendix or whatever. Um, what's the show, the current exhibition going on right there? I really want to the see that. The show up right <clears throat> now is Salt to Catch Ghosts, curated by Ashara Ekendayo. Mm-hmm. And they are inviting you to an experimental convening taking place on Wednesday, September 21st from right. 6 to 8 p.m. And it will be guided by Bronte Villas, creative director of Lead to Life, and Courtney Desiree Morris, who is the assistant professor of gender and women's studies at UC Berkeley. And then the curator, Ashara, will be there. Um, and then Maddie Lois is an interdisciplinary artist and facilitator. And what is this going to be? I'm not totally sure. It All sounds right. like it's going to be an interdisciplinary thing. And cool. please wear your CDC-approved face mask. Oh, Always, nice. See, everywhere. some people are like that. Some people are still really pushing that. You want to be wearing the snork mask. I and wear a mask, mask for sure. But I'm just saying, like, some places can't require masks because they're not pr- private institutions. Ah, I see what you're getting at. And let us say at this moment that we are speaking as individuals, not representing any government office department business religion or any other thing that is correct that is correct and let me also say this podcast is actually an art project and a parody (laughs) that's correct this is not by no means actual news um member telematic oh yeah that's where you had your show they're over there at 323 10th street they're having a opening of works on paper okay that can't be right that's not works on paper it's animations. It's oh. hand-drawn animations. Oh. Hand-drawn animations. Got it. Handcrafted animated films by Magana Bissonier, Martha Colburn, Jennifer Livonian, Peter Millard, Johan Ripima, okay. Paloma Treka, and Selena Tripp. I wrote it down. I was like, I want to go to that. <laughs> Will you take me? Let's go together. Okay. Let's go to a bunch of art shows together. Well, we tried to do that. <laughs> Okay, but we kind of did. I did see the show at Cushion Works. Grace Rosario Perkins. So sad. We got stuck in Sacramento like it was a freaking bear trap. I know. I I feel like I knew that you were going to, and I should have just I should have just made my own way when I just didn't. But oh well, let's go see everything still because I didn't get. I have still haven't been to freaking Southern Exposure. I tried to go there last night, and Bart was having a huge disaster well last night i think they had their volunteer party which i forgot about completely and missed yes and they had a talk by a preston mint who curated the show that's a current show i want to do drops in the garden a new show opened at the sf state art gallery that has tons of um friends of the podcast including layla weefer eli thorne um and many other rock and cool artists the show is called beyond binary it's going to be up until October 27th, so get over there to SF State and go see that show as soon as you can. When does that open? It opened 
yesterday, Saturday, September 17th. Maysoon, okay. you got to go today. <clears throat> Eli's going to be there. I know. I really want to go. I've been, I want to see that. Well, show just go. Home. Just take the M Muni train. Take the M Muni train to Holloway. Maysoon Morrow Gallery has a new show called Format. No, that's not right. Yes, it is. Format from Hiroshi Sato. And that's a gallery that we haven't been paying attention to very much. They're at 548 Irving Street in San Francisco. And that show's going to be up October. You got plenty of time because it's not going to be up until October 5th. And then it closes November 5th. And there's going to be an artist reception on October 8th from 5 to 7 p.m. And this artist makes um, oil paintings. Looks like some still lives. Um, they're saying that Sato is going to take you on a visual journey following his ideas through inspiration, chapter by chapter, to create a personal narrative. Wow. Cool. Okay. Let's go to that, too. Oh, let's go to every fucking thing there's ever been. Um, I have a few shows I'd like to give a quick shout out to. Please do. Okay, so one show, and I missed the opening, which I feel really sad about, but that's okay. At um, the Mills College Art Museum, they have an exhibition called Shifting Terrains. Um, <laughs> pickles. Kitty cat. Did you, did you get that? That's going to be on the recording. Yes, just that was amazing. That was yeah. amazing. Um, all I know is that my good friend Jennifer Brandon is in this show, and I really wanted to go to the opening. And um, I understand that this show explored the work in the show explores the impact of climate change and the importance of environmental justice and preservation as well as capturing the stunning beauty and ecological diversity of the American West Coast. So I want to go to that show. That's at M- the museum, Mills College Art Museum over there in the East Bay. And it's open through December 11th, 2022. And they actually are open on Sunday, which is sort of like one of the, I guess museums are open on Sunday, but galleries are not. So you could definitely make a, a museum plan and go like to Amca or whatever in Mills and do like a Sunday, a Sunday art plan. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure, yeah. Um, and then I also wanted to shout out um, friend of the show, Leah Rosenberg, is having an exhibition at Romer Young Gallery here in San Francisco. And that opened yesterday, Saturday, September 17th, but will be on view through October 29th, 2022. And that's a show she's doing in collaboration with um, with Susan O'Malley's estate. <clears throat> um, so Susan O'Malley is an artist who very sadly passed away at a young age in 2015 and she and Leah and Christine Wong Yap actually were sort of in close collaboration at that time. And so I think they both have sort of continued uh, working in the same vein and sort of bringing Susan's work back into the fold when they have exhibitions, which is I think a really sweet way to sort of honor her and to keep her work alive and her, what she was doing with the ideas she was bringing forward um, alive. So this is a show called we've been here before with Susan's work and Leah's work at Romer Young Gallery, and that will be open through October 29th. So go see oh, that. Great. Check it out. Plenty of time. And then I also want to give a little shout out to a gallery that's new to me, not new to the world, but Part 2 Gallery in Oakland. And they had a new show open on September 10th, so last week, but they this this new show is a two-person show or two two it sounds it looks like two solo shows one but called dreaming with eyes wide open by wardell mcneil and the other is called after class by landon pointer i went to the berkeley art museum okay and i want to highlight a show they have up that is part of their matrix program 
Matrix 279. See, this is a show you could go see on Sunday. Just everyone, by the way. Yes, exactly. And they got this weird-ass show up by Hannah Levy. Okay? And some of this shit is so fucking weird. So the artist makes these, like, stainless steel, like, frameworks, okay, with, like, thin rods of stainless steel. But then at the end of the rod will be, like, a freaky form, like a bird's claw. Or like a freaky lizard claw. And then there'll be, it'll kind of create an armature. And then there'll be this material stretched over it that looks like flesh. Oh, God. And like a creepy But way? they're making these like beautiful, like very slick sculptures. And I feel like they're so clean and like perfectly made that it's almost Mm. not creepy like i don't know you might find it kind of creepy because it does look like stretched skin oh god almost one of the pieces looks like two um like kind of the forms that the steel is making kind of looks like two umbrellas um Mm. attached together at the top you know so it's like a hourglass kind of shape And then there's this fleshy, I don't know if it's silicone or what the fuck the artist is making this shit out of, Hmm. but it's like, it's like, you know, like Caucasian flesh color. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Stretched over this thing and it looks like it's stretched tight. And then there's this like tubing kind of time, like, like a corset fastening Hmm. it up. Okay. And it's stretched over these stainless steel forms with these claws at the end of them. That That's one of the main pieces in the show, and it is so fucking intense. And then, okay, the claws then are holding on to the ends of the flesh material, the and there's like grommet. Yeah, and there's, there's a like picture grommets. actually on their website. It's. Yeah. Yeah. So the claws kind of reminds me of like chicken skin a little bit. Chicken. Yes. And the texture of it, the texture on Mm. the material is like reptile skin or snake skin kind of looking. Interesting. It's so fucking weird. Did you like it though? I kind of like it. Yeah. I really loved it. So they say in their little thing that um, Hannah Levy produces tactile creature like sculptures that infuse the stripped-down lines of modernist design with a visceral tension that's simultaneously sterile and erotic. May soon, did you know Nancy Toomey has a new show up? It is called Unknown Realms, okay? At 12, and you, everyone knows Nancy Toomey's over there at the Minnesota Street Project. And the artist there is Lindy Sales from South Africa. Sales show Unknown Realms is on view at Nancy Toomey Fine Art through October 29th. And it includes some exquisite acrylic and ink on archival paper type of things. That's all new work. So you should go check this out. And it is going to be up until October 29th. And we'll be going there from the bridge. To the other bridge. To the island in between. This has been Congratulations Congratulations, Pine Pine Tree. Tree.